Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, really, tonight. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday the 19th of April and it's National Garlic Day. And a big happy birthday to Tim Curry, James Franco, Dame Kelly Holmes and Kate Hudson. As the battle for Mariupol continues in Ukraine, Russia has paraded some of the captured troops on TV, including two British fighters, and used them to propose a prisoner swap. Vladimir Putin's keen to secure the return of his longtime friend Viktor Medvedchuk, who was captured by Ukrainian forces last week. Mr. Boris Johnson, I'm Sean Pinner. A lot's gone on over the last five or six weeks. I understand that Mr. Medvedchuk has been detained, and we look to exchange myself and Aidan Aslin for Mr. Medvedchuk. Obviously, I'd really appreciate your help in this matter. And- pushing this agenda. Putin also admitted for the first time at the weekend that the pressure from international sanctions is starting to bite in an address on Russian TV. The restrictions which unfriendly countries have imposed on Russia, they have complicated the logistics of foreign and domestic supplies. They've created barriers for payments. It comes as increased Russian shelling saw six people die in the western city of Lviv as Russia cranks up the pressure for the second phase of the war. Ukrainian President Zelensky, who formally handed in Ukraine's EU membership application on Monday says that the Russian offensive in the Donbass region has now begun. We can now confirm that Russian troops have begun the battle for the Donbass, which they have been preparing for a long time. A large part of the Russian army is now dedicated to this offensive. No matter how many Russian soldiers are brought here, we will fight. We will defend ourselves. We will do it daily. There was an unexpected intervention over Easter in the row over Priti Patel's plan to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, used his Easter sermon to criticise the government's plan and call for a more Christian approach to the issue of refugees and those seeking asylum. And this season is also why there are such serious ethical questions about sending asylum seekers overseas. The details are for politics and politicians. The principle must stand the judgment of God, and it cannot. That intervention didn't go down well, with Home Secretary Patel challenging critics to come up with a better plan, and Tory MP and Minister for Climate Change Greg Hands wouldn't be drawn on questions about whether or not the scheme is ungodly. The important thing is whether the scheme is effective or not. The 28,500 people who came last year, whether it's effective. I'm confident it will be effective. That is the purpose of government policy, is to be effective. This week we'll see Boris facing the music over Partygate and the Met Police fines as the Commons returns from Easter holidays. It's also expected he'll get more fixed penalty notices from the Met soon as the first fine only related to his illegal birthday cake celebration. But Cindy Yu, broadcast editor of The Spectator, says she can't see anyone making a move against him, at least until after the May local elections. I think the narrative coming out from the Conservative Party now, this increasing opinion, is that they keep him in until the local elections, see how the local elections do in May, and if they are disastrous 
as a lot of people are expecting, make sure he's gone by the next election. Because at that point, he's no longer a winner and the Conservative mm. Party has no qualms about getting rid of people who are not winners. Mm. Labour's shallow policing minister Sarah Jones says Tory MPs who are prepared to defend his rule-breaking need to ask themselves some hard questions. He lied repeatedly. He misled Parliament. He's ripped up the ministerial code. He attended parties. We hear in the mirror today that potentially he was organising. I think in Parliament, we need to be able to look those MPs in the eye who are defending this Prime Minister and say every time, every time you defend his lies, you debase the sacrifices that the British people went through. The Easter weekend saw the Invictus Games begin in the Netherlands with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in attendance. Harry founded the Games to help the rehabilitation of injured and sick military personnel and veterans from across the globe, intending it to be something similar to the Paralympics. Teams from 20 nations gathered for this year's Games, including a team from the Ukraine, which had a profound impact on Harry, who's urged the world to stand with the embattled country. I think to have them here is extraordinary, but it came with the President's blessing. I don't think this Games could have been the Games that it is without Team Ukraine and of course they've lost now four members of their community and one being their archery instructor who you know isn't here he didn't make it killed in action still to come on the smart seven Nicholas Cage talks Nick Cage and the first trailer for Thor Love and Thunder just dropped right after this welcome back Wayne Rooney's Derby County got relegated on Monday after a defeat at QPR, dropping from the championship into the third tier for the first time since 1986. It's been an impossibly difficult season for the club, who had a 21-point deduction for entering administration and breaching financial regulations. The club's still for sale and currently under a transfer ban, so it's going to be a long few months ahead. Having battled through such a tough season, Wayne Rooney was keeping his chin up when asked how he felt by Sky Sports. Proud. It's a strange feeling because everything we've been through as a group has been really positive, so so many positives. Um, yeah, we've been relegated, but I've never seen a team get relegated and the reaction to fans like that, I thought it was incredible. There's a new movie on the way called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And despite the somewhat over-the-top title and a plot which features Nicolas Cage playing an actor called Nick Cage, it's getting rave reviews. It also stars Pedro Pascal as a Nick Cage superfan, Sharon Horgan as fictional Nick Cage's wife and Tiffany Haddish. The man himself wasn't sure about the idea of playing a version of himself at first. I felt very exposed. I felt very naked. I was worried about embarrassing my family because the character's name is Nick Cage. I will say this, though. The comedy in the movie is close to home. I like to make faces and make my wife laugh. I like to make my boys laugh. And so that is pretty, pretty similar to my own sense of humor. Marvel are firing up the summer blockbuster machine with a brand new Thor movie on the way. It's called Thor Love and Thunder and stars Chris Hemsworth, plus appearances from the Guardians of the Galaxy cast and Natalie Portman playing Jane Foster, who takes on the new superhero character of Mighty Thor. It's also got Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher making his first Marvel Universe appearance and it's due to hit cinemas this July. His hands were once used for battle, now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. Remember what I told you. You ever feel lost? Just look into the eyes of the people that you love. Not me. What? Just listening. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft